Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I mean, like, I am, I'm all over it. I'm turned on all the time. When I'm around it, I'm buzzing. I'm excited, excitable, turned on. I love it. I feed off of it. I need it. He just has some really good technique. You know what it is? He's always got the right suction going with his fingers in me. Something has happened. I'm squirting all the time. Well, hello, Curious Crew. It's Layla, your hostess with the mostess. The Curious Girl Diaries podcast. Welcome. So glad you're here for another episode. Hey, guys, did you happen to catch this past Saturday's episode with Venus, the Cacoldress? What did you think? Oh, my gosh. I absolutely loved talking to her. She is so much fun and completely just out there, right on point. I loved everything that she said. That was such a great interview. You guys, if you haven't listened to it, please, please do yourself a favor. You're gonna love it. Even if you don't think you're into cuckolding, the information, you know, the conclusions that we're drawing about just what it takes to be in good, committed, hot, sexy relationships, no matter what dynamic you're using as a vehicle, no matter what style of kink, how you want to sexualize it. There's basic, basic core elements. And, you know, it's a theme that you're starting to hopefully hear throughout this podcast. And, you know, whether it's vanilla, you want cuckolding, you want BDSM, you want stag vixen, hot wifing, whatever. There's so many common elements. It's what it's going to take to make it good. So anyway, I think you guys will really love the interview. She knocked it out of the park. Her information's great. Her delivery's great. And she's a gorgeous, hot, uh, cuckoldress. I mean, who doesn't want to check that out? So go ahead, give that a listen. And, you know, if you like it, I would love an iTunes review, guys. By the way, every quarter I'm giving away an iPad and some other gifts. So you definitely want to be entered in that. All I need you to do is go to iTunes. Now it's only iTunes, guys. No, it can't be Buzzsprout or any other syndicate. It has to be iTunes. Go to iTunes, leave a review, snap a picture, and email it to me, curiousgirl at curiousgirldiaries.com, and you'll be entered to win. All right. Thank you. Lots of love. Please, please, please leave me some five-star reviews. I will appreciate it so, so much. Okay, now I've got some interesting um, little emails and thoughts that came in from some listeners. So I just kind of wanted to share that before I get into today's episode, which is really juicy, by the way. I'm telling you, my vagina is getting a workout. <laughs> but I'll table that for just one second. Okay, I want to get to these uh, questions and comments. This is from Christina. It says, being from a generation where sex was discovered, not discussed, your open real talk is refreshing. You talk about what makes sex good for you, but what makes you a good fuck? I'm recently divorced after a 35-year marriage, enjoying my new freedom, 
I knew the desires of my ex very well, but are all men the same? I can't imagine that. Can you offer any insights? Thanks. C. Well, Christina, what makes me a good fuck? Well, I hope I am a good fuck. And, you know, maybe I'm not a good fuck for everybody. You know, you don't always mix. Your chemicals don't always mix. But I think what goes, you know, kind of the basis for it is you've got to have good communication. You have to be willing to talk with your partner, work with them. Every guy I'm with is different, like what turns him on and what he likes. And quite frankly, you don't have to be a mind reader, just ask. I think what makes me a good fuck is that I'm going to ask, I'm going to listen, I'm going to pay attention, and I'm going to do my best to make sure that it's reciprocal for him. You know, he's getting, I know I'm going to have a good time and I want him to have a good time too. So, and the more that you're with someone and the more that you can get in tune with their body and really know their, you know, where their hot buttons are, it just gets better and better and better. So don't grade the first few times like this is the end all because a lot of times it isn't. I don't know if you heard the episode, not before last Saturday, but actually the previous week's I think it was a Tuesday or it was called a fantastic buck. I talk about, you know, I said that first time with this guy was an eight was usually I'd say, you know, if it's a six or a seven, I'm excited because I'm like, okay, good. We can work with this. It's usually pretty hard to just jump right in with somebody and just automatically start third base, you know, knocking it so far. You're, you know, it's like a triple. <laughs> But we really, really was a lot of fun. And I felt like it was unusually good for the first time. And that's not to say that other people weren't good too. It's just, it can be more, sometimes it's just more awkward than not. Or, you know, you're just trying to, again, like I said, figure it out. Almost like your little kids kind of like trying to figure out each other's bodies the first few times. So just allow for that kind of space and those things to happen. Don't judge it. Give it three or four times if you can. You should start being able to ask questions based on, you know, how it went and what you did. And I always like to ask up front too. I mean, I just, I want to find out and I want to know what is going to make it good for the other person. So I think that's what is going to make you a good lover is that, you know, you're interested, you're genuinely interested in the outcome of the other person and you're willing to do what it takes to get them there. So hope that answers your question. I mean, like I said, there could be guys that think that I'm terrible. I'm a shitty lay. I mean, I hope not, but you know, certainly I can't be great for everybody. I mean, my ego would like to think that I am, but that's probably not the case. No one's actually told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if you're doing everything that you can, and sometimes you just, the chemistry is not right. Sometimes the chemistry is just not right. So I don't know. You know, I find the, your abilities in bed with another person, a lot of those, I'd say like 80% are things you can't control, whether or not it's good or not. And then the rest is chemistry. So, which is something you really just can't put your finger on. It's kind of like, it's the secret sauce. If I had that formula, believe me, I would bottle it up and sell it and be rich. Okay. Well, Christina, I'm excited for you and your new journeys. Keep it up. Keep me posted. Please keep the questions coming. I mean, I hope the feedback's helpful and I hope you enjoy the podcast and, you know, leave me a podcast review. All right. Let's see, Matt. This, he says, oh, this is interesting. This is an interesting question. How much do you know about the red pill movement? Uh, Matt, very, very little. I've heard of it 
generically. I did look it up a little bit just before I did this. I got kind of the sense of it. And uh, it seems like it comes with some controversy about whether or not, you know, it's sort of female bashing or whether these guys are Neanderthals or whether there's something to it. I haven't read their actual page. It's my understanding it's on Reddit. Is that correct? If I'm looking up the right red pill movement, I think there was also something done in 2016 about like a Netflix video or something, a documentary. I haven't watched it. Without having seen any of it, I'll just have to say that it's First Amendment stuff. I may not like what they're saying, and I don't know that I would or wouldn't. I would probably agree with some of it, I'm sure. I'm not one to just flat out a thousand percent disagree with something, but I can always sort of find some sort of way to connect with it. I just don't know enough about this, to be honest with you, but it sounds pretty interesting and fascinating. And Matt, if you would love to send me more information or give me your point of view, I'd be happy to hear what you have to say on it. Curious what you think about it and curious why you asked me that question. I definitely believe in, I like a man to be a man. And I think traditional gender roles for me are better. It's where I feel men and women, how men and women were designed. I don't believe that's oppressive at all. I don't believe that a man should be a douche to a woman and a dick. I don't believe men should be, you know, free to abuse women, treat them poorly, anything like that. I feel that there's a, you know, the masculine energy and female energy, and they're both equally as powerful. And I think if women got more into the power of their own female energy, they would realize how fucking powerful it is. And, but they need the complement to it. You can't have, it's like too much of one and too much of the other. They need to balance each other out. And so that's why I just love men. <laughs> so I love. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. Men, dominant men, men that really know how to be men. It's a huge fucking turn on to me. It just makes me crazy. If I sense that dominant energy, I mean, like, I'm all over it. I'm turned on all the time. When I'm around it, I'm buzzing. I'm excited, excitable, turned on. I love it. I feed off of it. I need it. So there you go, Matt. I don't know if that really answered your question, but like I said, if you want to fill me in and provide me with some additional information, I would love, love, love to have it. Okay. This is from AJ. Hi, I was wondering if you've ever had anyone do cleanup for you and how one gets considered for that. Well, AJ, no, I have not ever had anybody do cleanup. I have somebody that wants to do cleanup. Actually, a couple guys that want to do cleanup that I would probably do that with. Uh, here's a consideration for me, AJ. Here's kind of the, the line I need for that. I want there to be a connection with the person on the other side that's doing the cleanup. So if you listen to, I'm kind of gathering, you listen to this past Saturday's podcast with Venus, the cuckoldress, and she was really sharing that it's not something you do lightly. It's when you have a cuck and you're, or you're in that 
dynamic with someone, you have a bond with them. That's what makes it hot. That's where the fucking turn on is, is the connectivity between the two of you, how you're vibing off each other, how you get, you have that love and trust and that man is your anchor. And he's sending you out to do this. It wouldn't be as fun just to go out and do it without somebody anchoring you, somebody that you're bonded to, tethered to. And so the vibes that you're getting off each other, his excitement, your excitement, I mean, they go hand in hand. So whomever I do that with or do this with, it needs to be, I have to have that connection. There has to be a connection. And we don't have to be like full on in love with each other, but there has to be just a really close connection. And it would be great if we're in love with each other. I mean, that makes it even better. I think that's, you know, that's when you're really doing it with a partner. I think that would be the ideal, you know, is that you have just deep respect and love for that person. So yeah, that's kind of my criteria, AJ. Do you think that you would, (laughs) do you want to be in love with me? (laughs) I'm kind of, I think I'm easy to love. I'm fun. Anyway, So I hope that answers your question, AJ, and I appreciate you listening to the podcast and I hope you keep listening. Okay, now let's get into my afternoon delight. Well, let me tell you, I just cranked it up. I just freaking stepped on the gas this week. I mean, there's been a lot going on. I told you guys that all of a sudden, boom, I met new guy who I really like and enjoy. By the way, he's been to my house for dinner and a sleepover. Oh my God, I just let the cat out of the bag. That's coming next week. I'm going to have to, that podcast is coming next week. We did a sleepover. Oh my gosh. This is like a rule. This has been a standing rule. Nobody spends the night. I don't like spending the night. And damn it, if anybody ever comes to my house. Well, I just sort of blew that out of the water this week. TJ came to my house this week for the nooner, for the afternoon delight. And then, um, <gasps> And then new guy who I still haven't given a name to. I don't know why I can't come up with one. I'm very close. I'm on the brink. It's going to happen. I think I know what it's going to be. I'm pretty sure. So it's it's coming. But anyway, new guy was over, spent the night, had, you know, we would cook dinner, the, the whole nines. And then and TJ came over for his nooner and Socks was wanting to come over. But I was just like, there's no freaking way this pussy needs a break. <laughs> So uh, I hadn't seen TJ in a while and I was very excited to see him. He's just fun. And he's been around since I think year one. Yeah, somewhere in year one, I met him. And he's actually, guys, if you didn't know this, he's the guy that got me interested in younger guys. Literally, all the younger guys I've ever been with have TJ to thank or curse. (laughs) Because he is the one that really just somehow convinced me that I should just give younger guys a try. And before I was just like, no, 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 no. I didn't want any part of it. And I didn't think they'd be any good in bed. I was totally biased and quite frankly, a bit ignorant. I did not know. I just didn't know what I didn't know. Damn, hot damn. What are they feeding you guys? What are they teaching you guys? Where do you learn all this shit? I don't know. Some of the most amazing lovers I've had have been younger. And I'm just like... Honestly, you know, you guys are rocking my world. I will not lie. I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> you're great. Your dicks are hard and you have all this stamina, which I love. I love to go and go and go. So yeah, I really, really appreciate. I really appreciate it. The, just all that energy and oh, that hot sexiness. Yes. Anyway, so TJ came over and uh, it was just fun. I was super excited to see him. And there was all that buildup, you know, during the week that he was going to come over. Of course, he brought his Trader Joe's coconut oil. He's also the one that turned me on to that. And it's been fantastic. I've always used it ever since. So he came over and he's just as cute and hot and good as ever. And I just, I mean, I don't mind saying that dick is just as hard and nice and big as I remember. And his oral skills are just as amazing and fucking hot as I remember. So we did everything. I mean, we went whole enchilada. God, when he was going down on me, I don't know. He just has some really good technique. You know what it is? He's always got the right suction going with his fingers in me. And he'll put like the two forefinger and middle finger, or is that the index finger? Index finger and middle finger inside me. And he's rubbing my G-spot with the right amount of pressure, not too much pressure, the right amount of pressure. And then, no, 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 I'm sorry, I take it back. It's the middle finger and I guess the index finger. Yes, I had it right the first time. And then the pinky and the fourth finger are pushing against on the outside like of my labia against like my pubic bone, putting pressure that way. Not too much, just enough. So I'm getting all this pressure. I don't know if other women can do this too, but I can push on certain parts of my pubic bone, whether it's right above my clit or around it or on down on the sides, kind of where, you know, where my labia are. And that right there sends little zingers up to my clit and it, it will like, it will make me come. That pressure you know, that extra pressure, it really does something for me. That's why when I was saying, like, when I was on top of New Guy that first time, when it, and he was move, taking my hips and moving me up and down on him, that pressure and that, yeah, that pressure on my pubic bone right there, it just does something for me. It really, really feels amazing. I don't know. And like I said, I don't know if other women have that too, but oh my gosh, I just freaking love it. It's fabulous. So TJ's just, I mean, I, mm, let me think about this. I think he's some of the, honestly, he's like in my top two for best oral, like really, really good technique. And not that other guys aren't great, but instinctively ever had to tell him, hey, do this, do this. He just does it. So he must have a partner or had a partner that is likes the same thing I like when it comes to oral because he just nails it. Like the Oscar goes to TJ <laughs> for best oral in a sex act. <laughs> it's really, it's really good. So yeah, I mean, he really, really, and you can tell he enjoys it too. So that's important. I mean, you know, I know some guys are kind of like, okay, let me just do this to get to other things. You know, you can tell when a man enjoys it. It's the same that, same like with you guys, you know, you can probably tell when a, or when a woman really loves sucking dick. I mean, she's either into it or, or she's not, you know, you can tell she's like, just trying to, okay, that's step one, two, three, let me just get to the main event or she's digging it big time. Well, I can tell he digs it big time. And 
We just took all kinds of nasty videos and, oh, I got a really good one of me sucking his dick. I mean, really good. It was good. I, you know, I don't really do a lot of dick sucking videos. I did a lot of stuff with one person, a lot of videos with one person, but I haven't done a lot of just the, where I'm the one holding the camera, usually it's the other person or we have it set up. I was holding it and just like, yes, oh, you know, I had the right angle where you could just see every bit of it up close. Ooh, it was hot, it was hot. And we took, you know, of course the sex videos, which I just love doing. And he's so sexy, he really, very, he's a very sexy guy and nice body and just, God, really good with his dick. I was so wet and something has happened. I'm squirting all the time. I'm not, you know, like he was, he didn't do it with his fingers, but I was squirting on his dick and just, I mean, there was a lot going on. It was totally freaking hot. I came a lot and, oh God, I mean, yeah, he's got a really nice, the head of his cock is like the perfect size. I just like a good shaped one, you know, like, and, and I like nice proportion. I like nice head to shaft ratio. I don't want it like too big, like a plunger on a little stick. <laughs> I like it nice and just proportioned. So when the head is just as thick and juicy as the shaft, it's just slightly bigger. Oh, that's really good stuff. So, oh yeah, I was just totally into it. And, you know, we were all over the place, all different positions and dirty talking, which of course I love. Oh, I love it when a guy tells me how good my pussy feels. And I love to tell him how good his dick feels inside of me. That, cause you can see it. I mean, I can't hide it. There's nothing, there's, you can't hide it. I'm wet. My face is, I don't hold back. I'm not, you can see when I sort of, click out and I'm really up in another realm. I mean, I'm totally into it. Just like where you feel every stroke, every movement, every detail. It's the best. Oh my gosh. It's just the best. I love that. When I'm relaxed enough with you and our bodies are just in sync and I can just get to that place. Oh, look out, look out. It's going to be squirting and orgasms galore. <laughs> so anyway, so we just went for it. We had a great time. I'm hoping we are, I'm hoping we just need to have a standing appointment. I think, you know, we'll see if we can get our schedules to keep matching up, but that was fun. And you know what? Actually nice having someone come, even though before this is the first time I'm starting to let people come to my house. It's only taken me five years. I mean, I've known TJ since, like I said, this is five years. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not a creeper. <laughs> he's not, he, all of a sudden, I just sort of lightened up. I'm like, you know, just let that go. I don't know what my weird, well, I know what it was. I mean, first of all, a big part of it's safety. You know, in the very beginning, I had some weird stuff happen with people. You know, and it's, sometimes weird stuff still happens. I mean, you still have to do a good job at really reading someone and getting a good vibe. And I don't think I would ever have the first time I'm ever going to have sex with somebody that they're going to come to my house straight away. No, we're either going to a hotel or they're going to host and somebody always knows where I'm going and where I'm going. So it's not like, you know, if I disappeared, no one would know that I was out fucking some guy. <laughs> they would know, okay, this is the last one that saw her alive. Go after him. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually nice to just be at my house now. I have everything I need. All my bed is comfy. I don't have to get dressed and leave. They do. And, you know, and then the minute the door closes, I get back to, you know, I can get back to just, I don't have to drive anywhere. I'm like, okay, boop, right back to business, you know. Let me clean up these messy sheets or put these towels in the dirty laundry. Oh my gosh. Anyway, well, lots and lots of fun. The videos were hot. And the best part was I got to send them. I did. I sent them to Mr. Big and he was just dying. <laughs> I love, I love teasing him. I love it. Oh, makes me so happy. I don't know. I definitely get off on it. I do have, there's an inner cultures in there somewhere. She's just kind of waiting to come out. I'm totally okay with it. Although I have to say, somebody was asking me today on Tumblr whether or not I could ever, you know, like which way I really lead. I know which way I really lead. It's with the dominant guy. There's no way I would want to be... I shouldn't say there's no way. Every time I say there's no way, I have to eat my words. But, <laughs> and it, let's face it, it, how many times have I said that over the past five years, like where I say, oh no, I'll never do that. And you know, I'll never like that. And then I'm just, then it becomes my favorite thing. I truly believe that my best way of being with a man is when he is the dominant one. I don't want to feel like I have to make the decisions. Now, maybe there's a way I'm unaware of it that you have some guy that's dominant outside, you know, when you're just being a couple together, but he likes the erotic jealousy and he likes the cup angst and he is, you know, sexually what gets him off is the denial and knowing that, you know, letting you go out and be as fuck guys and be as slutty as you want to be. And then you come home and he's doing the cleanup that I could see. That I could see my way to, but I just don't know. It's weird. I'm going to be real curious to see as I investigate this further, how it plays out. If it's something that I know it's something I'm going to enjoy. I already know I do. I already get off on it. I already enjoy it. But could it be my mainstay? I don't know. I don't know. My gut wants to say no, but I don't know. So we'll have to, you guys will have to stick around and see what happens. All right, there you go. Well, thank you guys for listening. I always love to share this stuff with you. It's so much fun. I love it. I, I really do look forward to like, oh, I can't wait to podcast about this. This is going to be so good. Also coming up, speaking of going to be really good, I've already done recorded episode one of three with my master oralist. Now she's legit, guys. She's the real deal. I'm super excited. We're doing this blowjob series. It's going to be the next three Saturdays. It'll be part one, part two, and part three. And she has a couple uh, eBooks and she just, her stuff is right on. I mean, I agree with what she's saying and her point of view. And I've picked up some new techniques that I can't wait to start putting into action. I'm super excited. So I cannot wait to share her with you guys, my lovely listeners, my curious crew. She is really good. And whether you're a man or a woman, I mean, you're definitely going to want to tune into this because she's going to say some things. If you're a guy, she's going to say some things. You'll be like, yep, that's right. That's right. And maybe it'll help you find a way to communicate that better to your partner or you and your partner listen together, or women, this is going to be great for you. You're going to love this because quite frankly, no matter how good you are at blowjobs, don't you want to be better? I do. That's why I'm having her on. I want 
this is the year for me, the year of the blow job. I want to take it to a whole nother level. I want to get better at it. I already really enjoy it, but I want to freaking dominate. I just want to, I want it to be even better for my partner, which again, this goes back to what Christina was asking about earlier. How do you know you're any good? Well, you got to always be, I think, learning and educating yourself and really interested in sex and interested in what you're doing and interested in what you're bringing to the other person. And has to be legitimate. You have to legitimately be passionate about it. If not, it's obvious. It's really obvious. So when somebody, I know when men see your enthusiasm and your, your sexual freedom and the way that you are comfortable in your own skin and that you want to please and you don't have any problems letting go and being in the moment and enjoying what he's doing to you, I really think that's what's going to make you a good lover and a better lover. And then always trying to refine and hone your skills. In business, we do it. Think about this. In other areas of our lives, we're always trying to get better, right? We're always trying to do something to the next level, right? Okay, business especially. When I started out in business, my all-time favorite business philosopher is Jim Rohn. If you guys don't know who Jim Rohn is, you've never heard of Jim Rohn, you've never listened to his stuff, stop what you're doing, write it down, Jim Rohn. The man is amazing. I mean, his stuff is the best. And most successful business people have studied him and learned from him. In fact, if you guys ever follow Tony Robbins, he actually worked for Jim Rohn. That's where he got into all that. All that that's who that was his mentor. Uh, anyway, so Jim Rohn says, stay a student of the game. And I always remember that in business. It always reminded me, you know, you get to a certain level, you get good at something, you think you're at the top of the hill. Don't get cocky. You're not at the top of the hill. There's always more learning to do. There's always, you can always get better learn a new strategy. You have to stay open-minded and realize that you're always in student and learning mode. You never get to that point where, oh, I know it all because you don't. And the minute you think you do, believe me, something's going to come along and knock you right on your ass and teach you a big old fat lesson. Been there, done that. (laughs) So anyway, there you go. So everybody, when it comes to your sex life, stay a student of the game. All right. Thanks guys. Be listening for next Saturday. I'm so excited. Take care. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.